Hello everyone and welcome to The Hook. My name is Jeff Lowe and... That guy. Hey, and that's Keith Butler. Yo, yo. All right, hey, I'd like to uh, welcome you to The Hook once again. And uh, today, today, I'm going to let Keith do the honors. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. I'm going to introduce our guests all the way from one of the hottest states in America. Arizona. Yes. Where yeah. it's 100 degrees right now. Something like that. It's close to it. Welcome yeah. to our beloved. Welcome home. Yeah, <laughs> welcome home. Welcome Thank home. You. Yeah, welcome to The Hook, everybody. We're here at the Six Hole Studio right here outside of the the wonderful, famous Detroit Golf Club. And uh, we've got a pretty special guest, at least for me. Uh, all the way, like Jeff said, from Arizona. She's from uh, Queen Creek, uh, about an hour away from Mesa and, and Phoenix. My uh, lovely little daughter, <laughs> Tajimet Butler. Aww. All right. Huh? <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming home to visit. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And, uh, good. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have uh, my daughter talk about her job. <laughs> her profession. Yeah, she is a yes. LMT. Uh, Jam, as I call y'all. Tell us what an LMT is. An LMT is a licensed massage therapist. And um, it's a profession that I've been wanting to get into for a very, very long time. It wasn't the easiest thing to do here at home in Michigan because... Uh, Weather, <laughs> more than anything, preceded uh, that happening. But Arizona, it's everywhere there, and it was very easy to get into there. So I well, got into it there. Well, so what made you choose that profession? Well, I mean, so that's, that's pretty big business. Out yeah. There. Oh, yeah, big business out there. There are pretty much massage parlors like their liquor stores in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it is? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, before you left here, though, you, you wanted to become a yes, massage therapist. I did. What made you go in that direction? Oh my gosh, I feel like it's something that's been with me forever. When I was a little, little girl, I used to be with my great-grandmother a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, we would do all kinds of stuff from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. But um, one of the things that was our special time is at the end of the day, she would pull out all her little pots of like Amway or Mary Kay and Ponds and stuff like that. And she'd have me massage her hands, massage her feet and her legs and stuff like that. And it just was something that we always did together and she was always telling me that my hands were so special to her and magical little hands and I've always loved giving touch and things like that so it just was something that I guess was kind of my innate You're calling talent. her. Yeah. 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 Oh, excellent. 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 Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know when you come here, uh you you tend to line up a few customers here and there. Yeah. I know your aunt likes to get massages and yes. all. And I'm not crazy about them, but, you know, maybe, who knows, one day maybe I will. So now, let me ask you, oh, before we go any further, uh, oh, uh, this, uh, I almost forgot. <laughs> I, I almost forgot. <laughs> yeah, you almost forgot. Oh, That's amazing. Uh, right now, y'all, we're going to take a quick uh, shot of some Uncle Nears 1856 premium whiskey. My and, favorite uncle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> toast to uh, the six. To oh, the, that's uh, right. We got a toast first. To, toast to the hook at the six hole. Toast to the hook at oh, the six hole. Thank you. Okay, you're, Look, welcome. you're welcome. Don't worry about it. We'll you, get another shot later on. Oh, so let's well, take in that case. <laughs> pretty good uh pretty smooth that is pretty good i've never had that not bad that first time yeah, yeah not bad good. it'll probably be your last time if jeff keeps getting <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong jeff a little tight a little, little hot a little warm <laughs> it's great <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, but anyway, let's get back to the show, y'all. Excuse us for a little commercial break. Uh, Uncle Nears, the eighteen fifty six premium whiskey, not mm. bad, not bad at all. Black owned, black produced. All right. Yeah. So now, uh, there's one thing that I've always uh, wondered about is the difference between a what is it, masseuse and a licensed massage therapist. Yeah, what, what's the difference? Oh. Isn't it the same thing? Well, yes. But it's because of the connotation that comes along with the term masseuse. Um, as a professional massage therapist, I prefer to only be called a massage therapist because when you say masseuse, a lot of times it is perceived that a happy ending can follow. Oh. And if for those who are unaware what that means, it means that the massage is followed and ended with a sexual favor to climax for the person on the table. And... Oh. That's not what most massage therapists are trying to do. I'm not saying that there's not a place for it, of course, but it's not most massage therapists' choice to um, provide that service. So I prefer not to be put in the category of masseuse. But it's just the, it is literally the French term for a female massage therapist. Okay, so now when you think of that uh, happy ending, we generally think of that being something that the guys get. Mm -hmm. Do women... Yes, actually they do. There are actually several I didn't know men. That. Me yeah, either. There are actually several men right now that are actually posting um, on Facebook and things like that. There are sessions that they do, and they provide very different massage than I do. Um, it looks interesting, but um, it's definitely very different. It's much, much more intimate. Um, the scene, the setup, the attire... Um, everything is a lot more intimate. Um, it's a little, a lot more risque, um, for sure. It, and it's not the person that I'm seeing normally online. He doesn't even claim to be licensed or anything. He proclaims to be self-taught and everything. I mean, it looks fine. <laughs> no, Jeff, you can't do it. <laughs> I mean, it's a skill to learn. <laughs> but, them big baseball mitts, you claw hands. <laughs> Well, I could I cover mean, a lot of territory. Yeah, that's actually a benefit. You know, having a long reach and big hands, that's actually a benefit. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, but... <laughs> yeah. but... Ladies, <laughs> you know, so, uh, this is uh, The Hook. And, and that's that guy. <laughs> big Daddy Lowe. Just, just so we clear, that's that guy. Thanks for the advertising. <laughs> But anyway, but um, it, it's just like I said, it's not necessarily that I I feel it's like such a bad thing. I understand it's a place for it. But um, in general, professional settings, it's just not what a female massage therapist wants to be going known as mm -hmm. just because it, it can bring a lot of unnecessary attention. And it's already something that has to be really controlled in the first place, because even in the most respectable settings, I've been approached. I've had people, you know, say very odd things or request very odd things on the table and I mean with men it is understood that sometimes they can't really help it um, and massage can get very intimate especially depending on what they need to be massaged it's up to a person's uh, choice if they want to be fully nude or not and things like that so with all that being you know happening sometimes you know things just happen mm -hmm. for a man and whatnot but it's it can change drastically when you have a man who flips over and, you know, things have become a little bit more excited for him. And then he tries to actually take it down that path versus, okay, you know, it's, un it's understood. We both ignore, we proceed with the actual therapeutic relief of the massage instead of it going into some kind of deeper sexual 
situation, mm -hmm. which is normally what's trying to be avoided for me. Right. Now, uh, you travel with your, uh, I mean, this is. I'm beginning to. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, I was but right now, I, it's basically between Arizona and Michigan currently. Oh, okay. All right. Now, I'm talking about when you're in Arizona, uh, it's mobile and mm -hmm. you travel with it all over yeah. the place. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But you have a base. Yes, I have a place that I work out of specifically, but then I have when I when I when I travel around, it's more so to clients that I've worked with already in my actual base or people that I know personally. Mm -hmm. I I recently just got my license reinstated because I stopped doing it for quite some time. I initially got licensed in two thousand seven, and um, several things happened between my family and my own personal health, and I left it alone for a while. But it's I missed it a, a lot. That's really what I love to do. And so when I was able to get everything back in order, I picked it right back up. And it's kind of like I never left. But that just happened just a year ago. So Yeah. No, I know <clears throat> when I was younger and stuff like that, you know, you always give a, a massage, women a massage and stuff like that. But it was such a tiring thing. Yes. So, I mean, first of all, like, what's, what's the general length of a massage and it, what do they cost, and, and how do you just keep going? I mean, I, when last time I was out, you know, we came to visit you. Mm -hmm. You took me to your place. Yeah. And I got a massage, and it was, what, about an hour? Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, first of all, it seems like it goes by pretty quick. Yeah, it does. But it feels that way. There was constant massaging, mm -hmm. and I just don't, you know, I think about it. How do you, you just constantly massage for a whole hour straight? Doesn't that just wear you out? Well, it is a tiring job. I mean, honestly, most of the times going into profession, they say it's only about a three to five year span for endurance and whatnot. So it it it's a benefit for a therapist to learn a lot of different things because that way you can approach the massage a whole lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. There's actually um, different modalities on the massage that don't even have anything to do with touch, like Reiki and things like that, energy healing and things like that, where it's strictly, you know, you're trying to hold space, you might have crystals, you might have, you know, sound bowls and things like that. So it's a completely different thing and it's not taxing on the physical body. But you know, most of the time it has a lot to do with me keeping up my own you know, therapy myself, when I can get my own treatment, proper stretching and sleeping and staying hydrated. It's, it's a lot to do because it's probably the most physical job I've ever had as far as, you know, what could be asked of me in any given day, because like men like you are very common on my table. So I, yeah, big guys are very common on my table. So, um, that, you know, if I have several of those a day, yeah, I'm, I'm spent. <laughs> you know, it's no. no, it's no way that I'm not. So currently, I, I am dealing with uh, a physical therapist, mm -hmm. and uh, in some aspects of his therapy, there is massage, mm -hmm. especially dealing with the hamstrings. Mm -hmm. I'm an older man. You're like your dad. He's mm -hmm. an older man, and the hamstrings are such a uh, I mean, you always hear about athletes mm -hmm. who always pull their hamstrings, mm -hmm. and it seems like a, 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 an area of the body that's very common with athletes, but they're more in common with uh, men who are women who are aging, mm -hmm. and when the muscles aren't being used, right. they just don't get used, you know yeah. what I mean? And how do you approach that, you know what I mean? Um, well... It, the relationship that I always try to build with my people that I'm working with, my clients, is that 
I'm going to do so much, you do so much. We meet mm-hmm. each other halfway. It's mm-hmm. not the kind of thing that it's a one and done situation. You've been torturing your body, using your body, doing all kinds of things without doing any maintenance or care. So it's the same kind of situation with weight loss or something. It took you 15, 20 years. You used to be different weights, you know, and now you've put on more weight. I've put on more weight, things like that. But, you know, if you diligently start working or working out and eating better, then you'll start seeing results. It's the same kind of thing with massage. If you start working with a therapist, there's um, a plan that starts getting made. So if you came in and you're specifically talking about your hamstrings, there's going to be a a manipulation, a massage that I do. There's going to be stretches that I tell you to do. There's going to be, you know, um, possible tools I'll tell you to use. Like there are um, rollers that you can use, like big foam rollers, and and you actually press those into the body. You can do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. So yoga, stretching, things like that, you would implement those on your own at home and then you would see me for whatever schedule we deem necessary sometimes that can be weekly that could be monthly it just depends but it it was the kind of thing that you would the person that i'm working with would need to do their homework to go along with what i do so mm-hmm. it's not like i can fix it all in one swoop but bit by bit the more we would work we would begin to see change now now what about these tools i've seen some tools I actually see some tools that have been used on sidelines and in, in, in professional uh, sports arenas. Mm-hmm. This one particular tool is like a it's like a little gun, like and it mm-hmm. kind of vibrates your mm-hmm. muscles. And yes. what 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 kind of tools do you recommend for just the common person that's out there that might you know go through and might need uh, some type of you know, self type of uh, use. Oh, there's several things. Um, Massage guns is basically what you're talking about. And Mm -hmm. those normally are something that you can purchase a lot of places. You can definitely get them online, Mm -hmm. uh, Amazon and all that kind of stuff. But they will come with several different heads for uh, pulsing, for vibrating, for deep tissue, for kneading. You can actually get some that will roll for you. The guns will have uh, trigger points that you can actually put on specific places. There's tinge units, which gives you electrical stimulus to the muscle, um, and that'll go through different sensations more to the point so it can uh, contract the muscle for you to help stimulate the blood flow and oxygen there are grafting tools which are like that's an actual whole kind of tools and and use because it's about sliding it basically when you think about grafting think about what happens to olympic people um, who are olympic athletes and things like that it's a certain type of thing that happens in physical therapy a lot where it's gliding over the muscle to stimulate uh, blood flow to the surface Mm -hmm. so gua sha is another modality that does that it's another scraping and it's all about raising the blood to the surface and when that happens It allows the body to go to that location. The blood flow starts to move. Oxygen gets in that area. And then the body will naturally take out the waste, the lactic acid, the buildup. That'll go out the body through, you know, regular, you know, you know, regular use, going to the bathroom, things like that. <clears throat> but it's important that you hydrate. So you want to drink a lot of good water. You know, it's very important, like, after the massage. And I normally tell a person, if they aren't already an extreme water drinker, then they want to at least for the next 72 hours after, especially deep tissue session, make sure they increase their hydration. Mainly because 
you can end up feeling really bad. It's like we call massage sick, where you'll end up feeling like you got a cold or feeling like you're getting a headache because of the, the once you move stagnant blood in the body, it moves the toxins and stuff back through the system. And you feel like all the toxins so, are just floating yes, through your body. And so now you're all of a sudden feeling sick or tired and someone thinking, oh, my massage didn't work for me. But it's because you're not hydrating properly to flush all that out. Mm. So that's very important. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. interesting. That's and that's a, a part that I really haven't really looked at, you know, as mm-hmm. far as, and I feel the same sometimes after physical therapy. Yeah. You know, I, I yeah. really do. And this, hey, I, I've been on uh, chiropractic tables that have uh, have that same kind of mm-hmm. mo- motion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you're absolutely right when, hey, that kind of stuff is pretty interesting. Yeah, the, the human body is pretty interesting. Well, yeah, well you know what she's saying, Jeff, is more water left Uncle Nearest. Well, correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, correct. correct. And I'll drink general, to that. <laughs> I'm sure you will. In, in, in general, you know, and, and that's another fun thing because, you know, I have a lot of people who come through because Arizona is a very uh, tourist place. So a lot of people travel and tourists come through and things like that. Snowbirds come in a lot and everything. So most of the time, people are coming through to celebrate. Most people are on vacation. So they'll easily let you know it's been a morning of mimosas, and it's going to be an evening of cocktails. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it's perfectly fine that we're about to have this massage, but I'm drunk now. I'm going to be drunk later. In that case, <laughs> I try to ask the person to follow their drinks with water as much as they possibly can. Um it, it makes a big difference. You know, you try to drink water, eat water lace things, cucumbers and things of that nature. That's going to at least try to replenish you. But it's best, of course, to drink water when you're trying to get your massage therapy. Um, when you were speaking earlier about your quads and things, nine times out of ten, a lot can be done if your glutes are worked. The glutes are the intersection to the body. So it's, you know, your lower trunk and your upper trunk, they all meet there. And the glutes are layer muscles. So all this, you know, your veins and your arteries, they run through there and they overlap there. So if you can, if that starts to get tightened and pinched or you're just constantly sitting all the time, because it's like you say, lack of use, Mm. the atrophy in the muscles start to happen. And normally what changes that feeling is just applying enough pressure to stimulate the blood flow and send oxygen to that area to start moving that back around. And so it'll start to help ease with the tension, start easing with the, you know, the tension and the stress in that muscle. So if you can get a person to, if nothing else, open up their glutes, that'll change all the way from their neck all the way back down if you can just open that stuff up. But a whole body massage, I think, is always best for a person. Is that where we are now? I mean, you know, after going through this whole, this COVID thing, Mm -hmm. everybody's been inside, afraid to go out. They haven't had the activity they normally been having. Is that kind of where we are now? Definitely. I mean, a lot of people, you know, I mean, well, it just depends on, I guess, what your own your own personal motivation is. A lot of people have taken this time to completely reinvent themselves. So they spent all this time and they started working out. So they may have went in, you know, not as, you know, in shape or their muscles not in good position. But now they worked out and done so much and now they feel better. Other people took up hobbies and started businesses. So it kind of just depends on what you chose to do with your quarantine time, I guess. But, yes, the lack of going outside, you know, fresh air sunlight and all that kind of stuff all takes a play on how your body's going to respond and what's going to happen to you how you sleep is going to take a consideration because if you're not getting proper sleeping time then that doesn't give your body time to do the rejuvenation and the healing process which can 
add on to your gaining weight. It can add on to your body tightening up and your tensions and the buildup of lactic acid and whatnot. So it, it's a... It's a cycle of all the things that you constantly need to do. It's a whole bunch of layers. Like just if when you say you want healthy skin or healthy hair, if you're not putting healthy things into your body, you don't have a healthy environment, then these things all play. So it's a constant layering thing that nine times out of ten, all of us have to work on and improve, <laughs> you know. But, yeah. Okay, two-part question right quick. Hmm. Stretching, how important is it? Does it play, uh, play a part? And uh, I know I was doing physical therapy because you guys are talking about quads and all mm -hmm. and you know my sci sciatica was messed up years ago oh, yeah. you know making a return appearance <clears throat> i had it yeah sciatic nerve issue but, issue. but you know mm -hmm. um my uh therapist would always say well okay we're gonna do a little deep tissue and mm -hmm. and when she get in she oh you're tight mm -hmm. and i'm thinking how do you know how can you guys tell well, you when can, you're tight or when you're loose, I mean, what's the difference? You know, well, before stretching and okay. Well, yeah. to address the stretching part, stretching is the situation of every single day you're doing something to yourself. You're walking, you're driving, you're sitting at a desk all day, you're working out, whatever you're doing. You're living your life. You're supposed to do the unwinding of all that. And that's where stretching would come into play. So every day that you would get up and do all your regular activities, you're supposed to be doing the opposite, the counteractive to that. So that would be stretching, that would be yoga, that would be your meditation, that would be proper sleeping, proper hydration. If you're not replenishing yourself on those things, then that's going to add on how tight your muscles get, how they're being used. Because if you are a runner, if you are busy all the time, if you even if you're more uh, sedentary and you're sitting all the time, if you're not getting blood flow and oxygen to that body, that's going to give you tension and lactic acid. That's going to cause trigger points. That's going to give you muscle atrophy. These are the kind of things that would lead to that. So once you start stretching and everything, it gives you more mobility. It, it lets you get more limber again because just as much as if you're not using the muscle, they can, you know, get drawn up. They don't, they're not going anywhere. They're not expanding themselves. So they're just getting shorter and shorter. And so that's why all of a sudden, you know, they'll say, okay, we're going to stretch you. And you like, I can't go any further. Mm -hmm. And you should be able to have a full range of motion, but you just can't because now you haven't used that muscle properly. So, yeah, stretching is important. It's good to, like I said, when I can incorporate stretch into my massage, I do. And then if I can in, in that session because I'm doing something else or just wasn't the kind of session we were doing, I at least try to give a person several different maneuvers that they can do and take home and then do in between the visits that we have. Um, now, the second part of the question? Yeah. Uh, being able to tell when somebody's muscles are tight and so forth like that, I, I don't get that. That's just something that we actually get taught to do. Um, we get taught to learn what a tight and taut muscle feels like just by touch and manipulation. It should be tender. It should be pliable. The body should accept you. If you, it's, it's kind of hard to explain without letting you feel it, mm -hmm. but it's kind of like, have you guys ever... Um, learned how you can test how your steak is tender or I mean how well done your steak is on your hand when they say if you hold your finger this way that's raw this way is medium well done and full well done mm -hmm. and you can feel the I tension just, I just stick a little little thing in the steak well if you do it to your own <laughs> hand if you do what I'm doing to your own hand uh -huh. if you put your hands together like, like this would be raw it explains for the people who are listening because yeah. they can't oh, see Oh, of course. It. I apologize right. to everybody who's not seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> um, when people are talking about cooking their steaks, and normally when they say they want medium rare and well done, all that, there's a method of doing that in your own hand to 
understand the tenderness and the well doneness of your steak. So you would put your pointer finger to your thumb, and that would still be basically raw because it's still very tender. And your pointer finger is the finger closest to your thumb. Correct. So I'm you hoping. touch those two together. Yes, you would touch those two. Okay. Then your middle finger to your thumb, and that's going to give you, I think it's medium Okay. You know, well, and then you're going to get medium well, putting your ring finger to your thumb and you're going to get well done putting your pinky to your thumb. And if you touch that pad, you'll feel as much firmer. The little pad yes, underneath your, your, pad thumb. your thumb. Oh, right here. Yes. yes. OK. OK. Gotcha. And you'll feel as much firmer than where you started on your pointer. And so it's like you can feel when the muscle is tighter. You can feel when it doesn't want to respond. A muscle will actually kick you out. Like before a person will say ouch or anything else like that, the body will tremor. It will, you know, won't relax. And sometimes it'll just be like, okay, we're going to stop for a second. We're going to breathe. I'm going to relax you. I'm going to rock you. And surprisingly, just like you would rock a baby, you just rock a person on a table a little bit and it just kind of soothes them out, you know, and that way it'll and that allow, relaxes the, yes, and relaxes the person to just, you know, and you remind the person of their breath because a lot of times you can really forget to be breathing. It's a weird situation, but you get so relaxed, you get so caught up in everything or the reverse, you're so tense, you're not properly breathing, you're holding yourself because you're like, I'm already in so much pain, I don't know what's about to happen, so they'll hold themselves and that works against what we're trying to do. So it's always like, make sure you're breathing. You know, the environment is really important. That's why, you know, we always trying to set the room with music, candles, uh, aromatherapy is always nice to help along things. And essential oils can help, you know, aid in what, what results you get in the massage. You know, mm -hmm. certain things can help with if you have um, bad skin, certain things can help with pain, certain things can help you breathe. You know, if you have eucalyptus, that's help for breathing. If you have lavender, that's going to help relax. Ylang uh, Ylang is good for deep tissue work and things like that. So different therapies, different um, oils, different massage therapies can take you a long way. I recently fell in love with cupping. It's a godsend. <laughs> um, Cupping, especially for me, because I'm usually a deep tissue therapist, um, helps me not have to work so hard myself. Uh, cupping is basically, the way I look at it, is the reverse of deep tissue because normally um, I'm applying pressure and pushing into a person where with cupping, it brings everything up to the surface and then lets the body move it out of your system again. So it's kind of like, um, it, it's called petia where it comes to the top of your surface and it looks like a hickey in a sense, you're going to get bruising if you have a lot of stuff already in your system. So like old medicines and, and stagnant blood and all that kind of stuff, it stays in your system. So if you don't properly flush that out, normally the darker your marks are, the more you have to flush out. You know? I, I've seen that on mm. various athletes yes. on their shoulders mm -hmm. area and you mm -hmm. know, different, I've always wondered, is that some kind of bruise or something? Yes. But it's a circular, yes. yeah, the little type. suction cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen. Yes. It. Okay, and that's and that's called cupping. Cupping. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, and, there's different ways of cupping, but like for me personally, I only use the silicone cups or the self-control cups. But it's an actual like ancient Chinese type thing where there's even a way that you can do it with fire and glass. You no, can do not it me. With, yeah. <laughs> Most people feel like no. Fi not me. Fire. Yes. Are fire. you saying? Fire and glass. Yes. They're, they're, they're glass cups instead of silicone cups. So you take the fire, you heat it up, and it creates the heat suction vortex. And you put it on the body, and that little vacuum pulls the flesh up into the cup itself. 
And there's mm-hmm. also even cupping where there's bloodletting. So when you get that suction of the flesh coming up, they actually make small little slits in that part of the body and let the blood that's in there come out. And that's basically releasing that bad damaged blood out that way instead of waiting for your body to naturally flush it out. Mm. That now, sounds medieval. It, it, it does. Now, it let does. me ask you about now, therapists, your therapist. Mm-hmm. And... I've seen uh, guys use acupuncture. Hmm. Is that a part of what you do also? Or is that. I'm not an acupuncturist. Okay. I've recently had acupuncture, mm-hmm. but um, I haven't never, I've never performed it or done it myself to another person, but I've recently got it myself. Um, I, I enjoyed it, um, but I was definitely nervous because I'm not really one for needles. But it's nothing like what you think of when mm-hmm. you think of traditional needles at all. Yeah. They're basically needles that can go into your hair follicle. They're very, very, very fine, very thin. Um, and the acupuncturist, you know, they're, they're a doctor. They're, they get a degree for this kind of stuff specifically. And they learn the places along the meridians to place these special needles. So... Mm-hmm. Things like S1, L1 is like your lung, your spleen, things like that. And it'll tell you, okay, you put it here. And it could be a group of them. So it could be something for your stomach. It could be something for your lung. But it'll be a grouping of them that'll help open a channel to make change in your body. And with acupuncturing, they normally say that no matter what sensation you're feeling, it's actually to your greater good. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hurt you. Sometimes it can be discomforting, but normally that's because it's actually some change that has to happen in the area that he applied the pen. Okay, you guys, he has to cut it off. We're running out of time. But, Jeanette, oh. uh, give us right quick in 30 seconds or less how much does it generally cost? Oh, uh, um, typically, I mean, about nowadays is about a dollar fifty per minute. Mm-hmm. That's the standard. So, like, normally a sixty minute massage would cost sixty dollars. Nowadays, sixty minutes can easily be eighty five or you know more. But it also depends what's going to come along with it. But it's typically a dollar a minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, you guys, uh, Jimette, uh, my lovely daughter, I want to thank you for that uh, very in depth uh, discussion about massage and so I forth. Hope I have- and uh, I'll bring to that <laughs> for my guest, uh, my daughter, Tajimet uh, Butler, and my co host, uh, Jeff Blow, yes, and myself, Keith Butler. I want to thank you guys for staying with us and listening to us. And remember, never forget if someone asks you, Hey man, where did you catch that information? I caught it on the hook. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time.